0: Good morning, ladies. How are you today? I hope you are having an amazing Monday. It is a rainy, gross Monday here. And I know you hear me say this every time I say it's raining, but I am kind of welcoming it. (laughs) Sometimes it takes a rainy day to force me to not do so much and to just sit down and you really enjoy your coffee or your tea or a warm beverage on mornings like this the things we typically take for granted we don't on these cool gross on the outside looking days right so i hope that whether it's sunny or rainy or storming where you are that you remember the outside circumstances don't determine our inside heart that we are um, proclaiming to the world, with is which is Jesus, and that goes for weather, and that goes for situations, and that goes for family drama, all of that. So that is our side note today. I hope you're having a great morning. We have an awesome live today. We're talking about the seeds and our sticking points where we get stuck and not knowing where to start on health, fitness, and how that plays into... Our relationship with Christ and how we really view what the world thinks of health and fitness and why what I tend to see with my clients um, is where Christian women get stuck so I want to dive deep into that but before I do if you have anything you would like prayer for please let me know I never see comments on here I don't know why but I promise hello everybody i hope you're doing well um live up the top means you've got us live if you have any prayer requests drop a little emoji we'll make sure that we pray for you um if you want to share what you need prayer for please do do know that these are recorded uh live on mondays but they are put into the podcast on monday afternoon so they'll be available tuesday morning you can find this podcast with all of the weekly lives on there for you on Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, any of your favorite um, podcast apps. Just search up Fit and Faithful Moms. Before we begin, I'd love to pray. Lord God, I just thank you for these women. Lord, I thank you for the rain today. Father, I just think back and remember how the Egyptians prayed for rain and how we have had a season of rain here, but Lord, sometimes your blessings when they come over and over again, we take them for granted. And Lord, I just do not wanna do that today. I wanna speak that over these ladies today too, that the struggles that they face in motherhood or maybe the mundane things that can be motherhood and working, the blessing seems to have escaped them. And Father, I just ask that you renew all of our spirits that you brought these things into our life, whether it be the rain, whether it be our job, whether it be our co-workers or our spouses and children, Lord, refresh us and renew us and help us to remember that these are gifts from you and to not take them for granted. Father, thank you so much for your goodness and your grace. I thank you for your word and your truth, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Mila said amen with me too, that was nice. All right, so today we have the seed in the world and our sticking point. So we're diving deep into that, and if you are just joining us live, um, I cannot see comments, so I'll be sure to respond to you after that. I don't know why Facebook doesn't like me, but it doesn't so i want to talk about um the seeds in your life and the reason for this i'm looking at my grass outside is because if this is your first live joining us i love your work if this is not your first live you will know that i talk about this on almost every live and i love it because jesus speaks to me most in his parables of gardening um in his parables of pruning and all of that. So I love that I can connect to Jesus while working in my yard. And he speaks so clear, clearly to me to me sometimes when I'm working hardest out there. So my daughter got a bird feeder and she loves it. We fill it up all the time. Um, Problem is, there's a bunch of weird things now (laughs) growing underneath the bird feeder, right? I don't know if they're sunflowers or what these seeds actually are falling and blooming or starting to grow under there but they're growing and I have been ignoring them for so long and I couldn't ignore them anymore this week and I had to go up there and pluck a bunch of these things that I didn't really know what they were out of the ground I had ignored them for so long that it started to overtake this corner of of my yard because I focused on the bigger weeds that I could see it go oh this you know crabgrass is taking up and killing this lawn I gotta do that I've got um I don't actually like to kill dandelions because save the bees um but there were um clovers that I had to do other things that I was taking care of that I just sort of ignored this one section that was progressively getting worse without me even realizing it. And I want you to think about that in terms of your health. Is there an area that you think you're pushing off to the side or maybe subconsciously just ignoring because you go, I'll just deal with that later, I'll deal with that later. And it could be the very thing of exercise or eating healthy for yourself. It could be that you're like, I'm taking care of my kids. I'm taking care of my husband taking care of the house. I've got to go to work. I've got to do the laundry. I've got to do the dishes. I'll get to myself later. I got to myself later until one day you look outside and all of those roots have now, or all of those seeds have now rooted and they've grown. And you look down and you go, wow, like, how did I get here? And you didn't just get there, right? You didn't just wake up one day and this was a whole brand new self it was a series of things that happen that when we look in the mirror at ourselves every day we don't see the change but when we see ourselves five years ago to now when we see a picture we go how did it get this way how did this happen and that is hard to wrap our brain around because one day We look at that picture that was taken, whether it be for me, it was um, my daughter's second birthday. Um, Before that, it was another one at the beach. And I I go, oh, that's that's what i look like because in my head i still felt like i looked a different way like sometimes my friends will ask to go out and i'm like yeah and they're like we're starting at nine i'm like sweet and then 9 15 comes we're 10 minutes into the night and i'm exhausted and i think i'm still like 22 like have that energy but i realize i'm going on 40 and that comes out you know a little bit later i don't know maybe i'm the only one that struggles without not a night owl i'm like i can't keep up with these things anymore I do the same thing with my body, though. I just think I am the last picture I saw. And then reality happens and I go, whoa. And now I feel overwhelmed because I think that this just happened. Right. You mentally go, okay, this like just happened really quick. And when we go to make the changes. They're slow and they don't happen at our pace and we want it to be faster and we want it to be quicker, forgetting that there's five years in between those pictures, right? Small little things every single day were driven deeper into the ground, rooted into us or forgotten about, and then one day, five years later, we look and see. Instead of dealing with those little seeds that were dropping down that I don't know what it was, each day and plucking one, I now have a corner filled of heavens knows what growing. And I have to spend my whole Sunday plucking these things out. Same way with our health. It did not just happen overnight. You did not just wake up and have high blood sugar. You did not just wake up unless you're type one diabetic. Then, yes, we have to deal with that. But we didn't just wake up and then go, oh, my gosh. Uh, my my scale must be broken we didn't just wake up and go to the doctor and have them tell us you need to do something or you're going to hurt your heart you're going to hurt your veins your blood pressures through the roof there are slow things that happen daily that made us who we were so we need to take other steps slow steps backwards to redig some of those things out so we can move forward in a healthy way. I want you to know that those seeds that grew in my yard from the bird feeder were things that I put there but I did not meant mean for them to grow into anything. I meant for them to be food for a bird, not to be growing in my yard. Not all things that end up or not all seeds and not all thoughts and not all words that are spoken to you are from God. Not everything that lands in your life is from God. It can be from the devil. He can be placing thoughts in your head. Your mind can be spinning with things. God spoke over your life. But what happened in my brain to make that happen? or to make my thoughts start turning, there are things from the world too that mess me up. And I go, what the heck? That's not good. That's not great. That's not beautiful. And I have to remember that those are the things that are not from God, they're from the world. So just because they're growing in you, doesn't mean that they should be, doesn't mean that they're from the Lord. And it doesn't mean that you can't weed them out. There is a way to weed them out. But if we don't recognize the difference between the seeds that God places and speaks over us and the seeds that the devil keeps pulling from us and replaying in our mind over and over again, or that we just ignore altogether the seeds from God and we go, ah, later, 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 later. I'm not doing that right now. I'm not going to do this today. We miss it. And different roots start to grow in us because we're either pushing away, pushing down, or fighting against the wrong seeds that are trying to grow in our spirit. Sometimes, again, with those seeds that are falling in my yard, I am so focused on the bigger things going on that I forget there are other small habits that are being placed in my life that I need to prune out that are just as important as the big ones. Is working out every day important. Yes, for me, it's important. It helps me control my anxiety. It helps me control my depression. It helps me with my energy. There are physiological things besides feeling good and, you know, a size of genes that I want to be in that exercise does for me. But if I push those off and ignore all those small things and just say, oh, I'm only working out because X, insert whatever you want, then it's gonna be really hard to do that. And if I only look at it from that high level thing, then I'm going to push it off. I have to look at those smaller seeds that are being planted and look at them just the same as I look at the bigger, the bigger seeds. We planted a bunch of different things in our garden this year. Tomatoes, strawberries, um, pumpkins, different squash. And would it be crazy of me, I think you would all say it was crazy of me, if I planted all of these at the same time, which I tend to do, and then I came to you and got mad that the strawberries were in bloom, but my pumpkins weren't here yet, so clearly there's something wrong with the pumpkin seeds. Or these flowers are blooming greatly, but, man, I got zero cucumbers and I'm upset. You would come back to me and say, it's just not their time yet. Trust the process, right? These seeds went in. They're not all the same seeds. Yeah, the strawberries grew first. They bloom in March and April in North Carolina. The pumpkins aren't going to be here until August. You're judging this seed before it even has time to produce its fruit and you're calling it bad. When we do that with our minds, the seed's not gonna stop growing, right? If I come and vent to you about my pumpkin, I'm not, you know, going over there digging up the seed. I'm just venting to you that it's not here yet. It's not here yet. But when I do that with my health, I do dig up the seed and I say, this isn't working. This process isn't for me. I'm not a size four yet. It's been three weeks and I'm mad. And clearly the process isn't working. It has nothing to do with the process. It has to do with the timing and the fact that it didn't take four weeks to end up here. It took four years, sometimes four decades to get where we are. And we want instant gratification. We plant the seed, and then we start watching it, and we water it, and the sun gets it, and we're plucking all the weeds out around it, and we're just staring at it. When we just stare at it on that microscopic uh, view, it's going slow, and we don't see it. This is the danger and benefit for us here. The danger is we don't see it, which is why when there are bad habits, we don't think twice about it. We're like, nah, I didn't have you know anything green on my plate today, it's fine. And then the next day, and then the next day, and then before you know it, there's an unhealthy habit in there somewhere. Maybe you're going to McDonald's all the time. Maybe you're ordering out all the time. You went from cooking all the time to not cooking because you thought you didn't have enough time, but you, you just didn't organize your schedule right, and now, you don't know when the last time you cooked for your family was maybe it's your exercise you're like i'm just not going to do it today it's fine i'll get back at it tomorrow but then tomorrow you don't and you're like it's fine it's fine i'll do it and then before you know it you haven't worked out in three months and you can't remember the last time you moved to benefit your body we're judging those seeds the wrong way we're looking at all the other things we have to do without taking care of ourselves first. And as Christian women, that's what we do. We serve others, right? Um, I told my clients that next week it's going to be a crazy week for me. It's a love week in our church. And we go out and we work with our outreach partners. Our specific campus has about 28 to 30. um, And we have hundreds of events with each of them each day for a week. Um, there's thousands of volunteer hours that happen and I oversee that all. I see that whole oversee that process happen. And it's hard to see the good in those little moments when you're looking so high up. But it's also hard to see the so high up picture when I'm so involved in the spreadsheet, right? It's easy to forget God in the spreadsheet. It's easy to see God when I'm looking higher up. But when I'm looking higher up and I see God moving, it's easy to miss smaller details. We've got to find that middle ground. And although it's stressful and it's hard and it's draining and it's exhausting, it's also exhilarating at the same time. And I talked to a few clients, I won't name them, um, but they know who they are this weekend. And the things that they did for Jesus were exhausting. And when they were doing it they were tired and they were hot and they were drained and they were stretched and they were strained i think i said strained twice but that's the word i heard so much from people were strained and they thought it wasn't possible but god and when they looked back monday no not like weeks later like this morning When they looked back at the weekend, they go, it was the hardest thing I've done, but God was so present there, I can see it. What if you viewed your eating healthy that way and your discipline on your food that way? It was so hard, but God. It was hard, but God. He is going to work in those spaces. You have got to take care of yourself, before you take care of your family. Because if you don't, your habits become theirs. And guess what? You've now made a new, not only habit, but a almost a, um. what's the word I'm looking for? When ho- tradition. I'm like, on holidays, when you do things over and over with your family, tradition for your kids. And without you knowing, it becomes unhealthy. And now they're 35 and 40 going, how do I change this? What do I do? What? Ha- when did this even begin? And it wasn't because you didn't love them. It wasn't because we weren't loved that we're here or weren't cared for. It's just because all the other responsibilities came first and our moms or our guardian came last. If we do that and ignore it, we're setting chains up for our kids. Are we are we going to set up some chains? Yes. But the ones that I want to focus on for my, my kids, especially my daughter, is healthy eating. There's so much pressure that your body was created specifically for you. You don't need to change anything about yourself. God made you and loves you. Now that we love ourselves that way, let's fuel our body and give it the love it deserves with food. And with exercise and not with punishment or deprivation but it does require some discipline right God didn't call us to be wishy-washy and he didn't call us to be lukewarm it takes discipline they're called the disciples right it takes discipline to be healthy in our walk with God it takes discipline to be healthy in our walk in our faith we need to find that balance for us The last thing I want to speak on um, is ignoring the signs of stress in your life. As myself, I'm speaking for me, I'm speaking from the thousands of women at this point over the last 20 years or so that I've worked that I see time and time again, but I see even more with Christian women is we just say, yeah, it is what it is. That's just how I am. If you're using that habit or you're using that terminology to describe a habit in your life that is anything that is good and beautiful and peace, you're ignoring a deep rooted habit in your life. You're allowing that seed to grow deeper. We aren't supposed to just suppress our feelings, but we're supposed to have feelings. God gave us emotions. We're supposed to have them. But instead of dealing with them a lot of the times, we just like push them to the side or sweep them under the rug or we fight them. And all our energy, instead of going into the day, goes into fighting this thought that was planted by the devil or maybe by our own minds. And we fight this thought all day and then we think back and we're like, oh, I'm exhausted. What did I do? How am I this tired? And it's because we've been mentally fighting something that wasn't meant for us to fight in the first place. We're supposed to acknowledge it, know that it's there, and then decide, where is this from? Give it to God or deal with it, right? There are things that God will deal with and he will go through it, but he needs us to deal with it too. Like, I yelled at my kids. I can't just be like, well, God, you go, you know, deal with it. Let them know I'm sorry. Do my dirty work god's not your maid he's not going to you know we say that to our kids all the time like i am not your maid you still have to pick up after yourself if you respect me in this house if we respect god in his house in his church we still need to do the work down here of humbling ourselves and apologizing to the kids yes i was wrong yes i'm going to give them a good example of this Not just ignore it and be like, well, I'm in a good mood now, so they'll know I'm fine. We aren't supposed to just fight either. Every thought that comes into our mind. Acknowledge it. And if it is something that we didn't put there, we didn't yell at our kids so we don't have to apologize. We just are thinking of all these what-if scenarios in our heads. Those are the things we need to give to God. Acknowledge it. Know that it's there. Grow through it and hand it to him why am i talking about stress so much because these are the sticking points where we don't know where to start we get so overwhelmed that we go i don't know where to start i'm not going to oh i just overeat that's just who i am oh i just never work out i hate it i was gonna say i don't necessarily like working out i do like working out when it's done I like working out because I know I feel good and strong after, but I don't like it in the moment. I'm never like, yes, I never uh, message my trainer or talk to her and be like, um, that was really wonderful. Thank you so much for pushing me to my limits and making me feel like I'm going to get sick. Those are the workouts I like. I don't push those workouts on people. (laughs) Those are the workouts I like. I don't like it when I'm in it, but I do it. So we overeat and we get stressed because we're not dealing with something that is more underlying than what's showing on the outside. Your overeating is a trigger to you suppressing, sweeping, or fighting emotions that you're not dealing with. And we just view it as, oh, I'm just an emotional eater. Oh, you know, I'm stressed out. Let's go get a pint of ice cream because it's socially accepted. Oh, here's a box of chocolates. I know you had a bad breakup. Here you go. When was the last time that food actually helped you feel better? I don't know about you, but when I emotionally eat, I just feel worse after. And then I go, well, clearly I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm not going to fix it. Dealing with the root issue is going to make you feel better. Bringing God into your pain is going to make you feel better. Is it going to be pretty going through it? Absolutely not. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be fun. You might feel like me, like you're going to throw up and really fighting through it. And you're just dead there on the ground. But God wants to be in that place with you. Food will not help your emotions. Working out may But we need to deal with the root cause itself. When we push these emotions down, we're pushing the seed further down. What's it give it the chance to do? Get deeper roots. And even if it's not sprouting up yet, it's going to. And you might snap easier. Your patience might wear thin. You go, ooh, where did that come from? I don't know. But you keep pushing emotions down. And then one day you have a full fledged panic attack. rage and anger and you're like get these kids out of here I can't do this anymore or my husband is (laughs) right and it's because we have pushed suppressed or fought these feelings and these emotions and we didn't bring God into it because we thought it was too hard to deal with at the time and we would just get to it later and now it's this thing now it's the corner of my yard with all these things growing that I don't even know what they are, but I've got to spend a long time plucking things out or else it's going to get even worse. Don't just bury it. Don't just cover it up. Deal with those emotions, whether it's with a friend, with God, with a therapist, with a counselor, with a coach. Go through those emotions so that you can learn to deal with them in a healthy way and not a self-sabotaging way. Roots of weeds are just as strong, if not stronger than roots that are good of flowers and fruits and vegetables, right? They're just as strong. Uh, If you don't believe me, go look at your driveway or the sidewalk. And there are things that are going to grow up through the concrete. They will grow if you don't deal with the root of the issue. So I hope I'm challenging someone or maybe you can drop roots in and I'll see the comments after because I can't see comments right now, but Drop the word roots if you feel like, yeah, there are some things in my life right now that I can pinpoint right now that God's using you, Heather, and you're speaking to me. I'm God speaking to me through this. Like, yeah, there are some root things that you need to go dig up. And the reason we don't start, we can't pin down where to start with our health, or maybe it's with our faith, is because with faith. There's so much information out there. Everybody has their opinion on what this verse means and that verse means and what that is and all these different plans. And we go, ooh, that's a lot. I don't know if you've looked in the Bible app for plans lately, but it's like, woo, there's a lot. And we just get overwhelmed and we go, I'll deal with this in a little bit. And then we don't. Same with our health and fitness. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you search up workouts on YouTube, you'll get Four to five million different workouts. Four to five million. And we go, all right, well, um, I don't have dumbbells. I don't have these bands. I don't have this track thing that I need. I got to order stuff. I don't have clothes. I haven't bought shoes. And now we talk ourselves out of that workout before we even begin. And we go, I'll deal with it later. Same thing with the Bible. Oh, I don't have this workbook that needs to go around it so I have to buy it later and and then we never do the other thing with health and fitness and why it's so hard to get started is in that field when you google that or when you youtube it it's filled with people who are self-glorifying themselves and as christian women that's hard it's hard for me to deal with I don't know if it's hard for you but it's the oh look at me Oh, look at, you know, what I did. When we view our bodies as a gift from God and say, no, I didn't, I didn't do any of this. God did this through me. It can be overwhelming to go on and just see, you know, little itsy bitsy bathing suits and you're like, well, I'm that's. That's not what I'm going for. I'm just going for health so my family can feel good. So I'm breaking these chains so I don't get heart disease. So I don't end up with diabetes. So I'm not on blood pressure medicine. I I don't need all, all of this extra and we quit. When Christian women wanna get healthy, we wanna do it for bigger reasons. And we can't typically find that in the world, which is why I started this group, which is why I started the Methodized Mom program because there is a reason you still need to be healthy. No, I don't I don't need you running a marathon, same thing unless you want to. We need to be healthy because if not, we're doing a disservice to God. Us being healthy isn't about self-glorifying, it's about glorifying him. So if I am disrespecting the body that he gave me by feeling it wrong, by treating it bad, by the thoughts in my mind, then I'm doing a disservice to God and I'm saying what you made isn't worth me keeping healthy like the kids with the front door. Like, what do you think we live in a barn? Shut the door or dusting. I hate doing it, but I do it because I'm very thankful for this house and I want to keep it nice. Right? And lasting as long as possible. I don't want to move because the floors went bad because I didn't deal with the water issue. I want my body the same way. I want to be able to do God's work and spread Jesus' good news for years. But it requires me taking care of myself. So you have to view that investment in your health as honoring God. That's the only way that you're going to switch that mindset in your in your mind god didn't give us emotions to be dealt with with food he gave us emotions to be dealt with to grow our spirit to have him be involved in it does plucking roots take discipline and work yes yes it does but those disciplines that you are putting in your life are going to form new healthy habits and if you're at the point that you go i Resignated with this I agree I am ready to put my health in my kids health in control I'm ready to get started with that then you comment I'm ready you said we say all the time like we save obviously we save for the kids college I save for their new car Um, this is how you know I was in banking for a long time we've got savings accounts for everything but then when it comes to me saying my health i go that's too much that's too much my challenge and mental challenge to you today is that it's priceless and that if you don't take care of yourself you're not going to be able to take care of the kids as best as you can or your husband or your house or anything else and you'll end up being weighed down by these roots and you don't know how to dig out i don't ever want you to be that far down That you feel like giving up you're never too far away from God to be saved we believe that you're never too far down away on your health to get back to healthy habits either if you're still here there's a reason so if you're ready to say I'm worth it because God put me here and he blessed me in this shell that his spirit lives in I need to start treating it with some respect so that my kids can see that too we want them to always see the pleases and the thank yous and the gracious to our neighbors. But how we treat ourselves is what they see too because that's how they'll treat themselves one day. Invest in them through how you're going to invest in your health. It's worth it. I promise. it It is. And the habits you build are worth it. And they're lifelong and they're changing. So I hope this was a good live for you. I can't see any comments, but... um. I am going to assume you all were active and chatting today. As a reminder, this will be on the podcast tomorrow. You can catch every episode on there. Again, Apple, Spotify, um, Anchor, any of your podcast favorites. Um, You can search up the Fit and Faithful Moms and listen along with us. Thank you guys for joining in. I'm looking forward to chatting with all of you. I am off to the gym now, and I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. God bless you. I love you. God loves you. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye, ladies.